Words are go. We're going to start the show because we got to start it. Make sure it works because yesterday was a bit of a disaster. All right, hello everybody. This is the Fakeologist show. We said we weren't doing a show this week. And Frank calls me and says, "Do you want? am I doing a show this week? Even though I said we're not doing a show this week. So I thought, let's do a show this week. So I've only got myself to blame. And that means it's Thursday, December 28th, 2023. This might be the last show of the year. I can't guarantee it, though. And we got a blockbuster for you. Figures we got a blockbuster and no one is prepared to uh, be an audience tonight. I see nobody in the audience at all. You've started early. You've started early. I know. I started early because we're going to get... Jim Rizzoli on here and he has a lot to say so I figured I'd give you a few minutes alone and then we're going to just start into it. We got a lot to talk about. We got 9-11, we got the holo- Holocaust. I don't know what I can say in Canada anymore because it's supposedly against the law to question it. So there's that. I don't know if um, they brought that draconian law or tucked it into any omnibus bill and in Australia, but uh, here we go. My, We're gonna... my, my guess is that any law brought in after they just made the... Hold on, let's turn down this... Canada. Let's turn down this woman, sorry. You know, Jim would have liked the Lord prayer, Lord's Prayer, but I just wanted to get one person working and on here. So, yeah, your guess is what? My guess is that since the Queen of Canada became... Your thing that no laws are valid. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know whatever they charge you under, you can simply challenge. Well, it's not easy to challenge when you when you're in jail as well. well. I, There's that. No, no, I'm not. It's not about that. They, you've got to be. Um, they've got to have a. They've got to have a. You know, they've got to prove that they have the authority to put you in prison. They can't just put you in prison. It's not a um, it's not a thing. Okay. Well, there's that. And uh, welcome, everyone. Hello. Merry Christmas to everybody who uh, survived the, the Christmas marathon this week. And uh, Frank is on here, as I just said. We're going to see if the FacoTube chat works. It's a little slow. Uh, I think we're testing the limits of Daniel's A-Video software with the FacoTube broadcast system. And so it is kind of sluggish. But that could be my browser. Matty33 has um, logged in. Hi, Matty. Yes, we're going to say hi to everyone who logs in. <laughs> yeah, we had a great Christmas. Frank, uh-huh. um, did anyone uh, die or get injured at your Christmas from food or otherwise? No, no and I, I, I'm a bit like that. I do set a fairly low standard mm-hmm. at Christmas time. I think, um, you know, if there's no death or injury or, you know, yeah. No trauma. Yeah, uh, I think we've got through Christmas. Did you get one of the ninety-one emails when the show started last time? No. Oh, that's interesting. I guess you're not subscribed to uh, live. I, am. I, I do get. I do get emails. I get. I got the latest one, the one for today's show. Okay, because yesterday ninety-one emails went out, and one guy called. One guy sent me an email saying, "Unsubscribe, get me out of here." <laughs> Sorry right, about no, that. Ninety-one emails would really suck. Yeah, I, that didn't happen to me. I got them all too, by the way. I got all ninety-one emails. It was very annoying. 
Daniel. So it's interesting that I did not. Mine probably went to spam then. I don't know what kind of email box you got there. So, okay. So, what else do we have here? So tonight we're going. Did you listen to Jim's show? That walk I and did. talk. I did that. I did that. You know, I can always count on you. You always do your homework. So, what we're we talking about here? Let's go to. I'm going to bring Jim's show up here. Uh, I'm going to bring up his BitChute channel. Are you familiar with his BitChute channel? A little. Oh, by the A way. Little. By the way, he's late already. Any? Well, it's eight o'clock exactly. I guess we should give him uh, a few seconds to call him late. Where I'm expecting him to arrive with German efficiency, even though he's Italian. <laughs> uh, do you follow his channel at all? No. Uh, look, I I just watch the bids that you post. All right, that's fine. That's enough. You, you, you are my curator. Yeah, you don't wander far off the fakeologist reservation. I'm okay with that. You're, you're a very loyal, loyal person. I just save, if you're doing the work, it saves time, that's all. I know that, you know, I'm roughly, I'm probably going to not be too traumatized. All right. Maybe we'll play a bit of the Lord's Prayer when he comes in, because I know he is a Bible believer like yourself. So I think you have something else in common as well the flat earth he's da he's dabbling in the flat earth and he's also a bible believer yeah and so is his girlfriend i wonder if they're living in sin hmm that could be a problem <laughs> <laughs> well no they they probably got a marriage under god yeah is that good enough well it seems so <laughs> all right well, there were, there's a very lively comment section on 9-11. And I'm kind of excited because there's almost no comment section anywhere talking about 9-11. Now, when you say there's, that, that's a gym site, there's a, a big 9-11 conversation, is it? <laughs> Hold on. He's just, he's just coming in now. Oh, he's very statically. Hey, Jim, we can, uh, we can hear static. Sounds like you're in a thunderstorm down there in Texas. I have a, a uh, thing on my head. Oh, my God. You better uh, check your connection there. Ooh, that's rough. All right. And it's kind of funny because I brought up the channel to play the Lord's Prayer, and the name of the channel is Scratchy45s. <laughs> so scra oh, I think it's okay you there, Jim. What's oh, that? You're super scratchy. Yep. Um, check the audio settings. How's it now? Okay, keep talking. It's good. Can you hear it now? Yes. No, no scratching. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, well, I, 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 okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear yes. you. Are you trying to put on a headset? Oh, no, no. I, I took the head, my headphones out and, uh, Oh, that's what it was, because the the headphones have a a microphone in the wire, so it's it was scratching against your scruffy beard. <laughs> Hi, Diane. Hi. I hear Diane laughing in the background. We're gonna play a little music to begin this off. I think you might appreciate this. Um, today is uh, Frank the Salt guy. He's my normal Thursday guy, and um, he always likes to start the show with a little music. You might recognize this one. I'll crank it up a bit. You and Diane might enjoy it. 
I don't know if you can hear it, but you can sing along if you know the words. So there's uh, there's a little bit of intro for you, Jim. Okay. And Jim and Diane. Jim and Diane have a Bitchu channel. It's under the name Jim Rizzoli. And they are the leading Holocaust deniers probably on the internet right now. And they're proud of it, right? Right, guys? Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, we're not really here to talk about that today. But actually, say hi to um, Frank the Salka. He's from Geelong, Victoria, Australia. Oh, wow. Hi, Frank. Nice to talk with you, yeah. And you too, Jim and Diane. Great to meet you. My thing is I think you should have more salt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has an issue. Can you crank up the vault, your microphone just a bit, Jim? Because you're a little light, a little uh, quiet there. Uh, well, let's see. Or just lean into the mic a bit, wherever it is. About four feet away. Well, I'm going to have to... I'll have to move a little bit because see, I'm using a different computer today. All right. And um, and I got my cat on me. Dan, can you get the cat off me? All right. Well, uh, hold on. I'll see if I can get closer. All right. All right. This is a professional broadcast. We like to keep it really clean if we can, but it's okay. <laughs> all right. So is it any better now? Yeah. 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 That's better. That's yeah, better. Right. Let's, I'll move. It's, I'll not, move it's not as catastrophic as it was. <laughs> okay, it's fine. We like puns on this channel, Jim. I now, I'm a big fan of Jim lately. I, I think I came to Jim through fake nukes or fake nukes, um, or Jim brought me to fake nukes. I can't remember what, but the reason I wanted to bring Jim on tonight is because he's been getting into 9-11, which is my whole favorite topic. That's all I talked about for a long, long, long time. So similarly, Jim talks about the Holocaust every day. Uh, way more than uh, I talk about 9-11. That is his raison d'etre. So the fact that you're coming into the 9-11 area, which is a place that I've spent a lot of time in, I thought, boy, let's have Jim on because now we're having a bit of a conversation in the comments. And this is Frank's normal talking day. So I thought, well, Frank is a big Bible believer. And I know Jim and Diane, they talk a lot about the Bible. So I thought there might be a connection that we can make for you two guys, and there might be some synergy and some interest. Okay, good. I, I should I should clarify that I I think the Bible is the most accurate book that we can get hold of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, uh, you know, I do my best not to believe anything, as I think I heard you say, Jim. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm you know I'm on the Bible side of things and. If you if you, if you want to really get into controversy, get it, get into that topic. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's it's um it's full on. Yeah, that's a tough topic to deal with. Yeah, it's not my specialty, and I don't mind Frank talking about it, but I I can't really contribute much to it because I've never read it all the way through, so I'm I'm not really anyone to talk about it with. So Frank just uh, interjects some of his um. Biblical references, and I don't mind because I have an open mind. But Jim, why don't we uh, start off just talking about nine eleven a bit? Because we're just having a one of the reasons that I like your channel is you're not afraid to talk about different things. Of course, you talk about the most controversial 
controversial thing in the history of the world, and it's becoming illegal to talk about it. We we are told all around the world, so it's even more difficult. But um, uh, you're you're getting into nine eleven a bit, and and you're you're challenging me, which is great because that's the only way that I can hone my delivery and my responses when people like you are challenging me, which is great because. For the most part, the last 10 years, 9-11 is a dead topic. Nobody wants to talk about it. It might even be more dead than the Holocaust topic, which is what you talk about. Yeah. Well, my my um, reason for talking about 9-11 really isn't about 9-11, okay? Because it's all past, and I feel everything about it really has no bearing on anything except what I'm trying to tell people, the fact that it's... A, it's a it's a um, free speech issue to yes. discuss it from all sides. Now, my, the problem I have w- with you yep. is you hate hearing Judy Woodside, and that's fine. And I, I just think that's a problem because she's the only one out of all the discussion with 9-11 that they keep out. They keep her out. So to me, that says there's a problem somewhere. Everybody is part of the discussion except her. And then I, and I said, why? Well, she's a nut. She's a crazy. She don't know what she's talking about. And I'm saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not my point. My point is, if you really want to get everybody on the discussion, then get everybody on the discussion. When you keep somebody out of the discussion, that to me is a red flag. Why? And so now I tend to go along with people that are on the outside always why aren't they putting this person in the conversation that's how i attack this and go about it because they do the same thing with the holocaust you know they put us on the outside and we're not able to present us a side of the story and so you know i i, I looked in the 9 11 years ago all right i looked at all your all the videos all the major videos and this and that and then i came across judy wood and i just said look at hey she has a she has a way she's looking at it that has some very interesting points, and the other people have their points. And let's hear what both of them have to say. But see, since I haven't been involved with this 9-11 stuff like you have, have you ever seen anybody debate Judy Wood? Well, I'll answer directly. And from what I remember, Fetzer, Jim Fetzer, who was the main guy that talked about 9-11 for me. He's the only one that was talking about it regularly. He mentioned many times he tried to include her and he tried to get her on, but she always bailed out or she just didn't. They just couldn't make a connection. He was Jim is another person similar to you. He'll bring on anyone with any version of a story. He is pretty good about that. But he, he claims he was having difficulty bringing her on. Now, the only other person that ever talked about 9-11 was your fellow Bostonian, Brian Stavely. And I think he tried to get Judy Wood on his show once. Now, I never tried because I did not buy into anything that she had to say. And I was quite convinced of Simon Schack's Clues Forum. All the people on there were explaining uh, what a new concept to be controlled opposition. So uh, I... I don't think she was ever excluded by the community. I think she withdrew herself. Now, the one person that did pick up the torch for her and go all over the place was Andrew Johnson. 
he was a strict Judy Woods disciple. And I listened to him many, many times. And he didn't convince me either. I have nothing against Judy Wood. And I agree with you that we need to bring everyone in and discuss them. But once we get to a certain point of view, and this is what I bought, brought up the gas chambers with you, I figure, okay, how much longer do we have to listen to something that we consider nonsense? That, that's my point when it came. So that's why I don't really talk about her anymore. And she doesn't talk anyway. Even when she came on the scene, she wasn't exactly um, getting herself out there. And she wasn't deliberately excluded by Jim Fetzer, who's the main guy that organized all these 9-11 conferences. Right. But have you, have you ever seen the discussion with her when he really reeled into her unfairly? I mean, he, he. This is what turned. Look, I just saw the discussion last week. I'll watch he, it. Where is it? I'll watch it well, again. I, I, I would have to find it. But did, did you put it on he, your channel? He. Well, I'll have to find it. But okay. he real. He said some really bad things to her, and that's probably why she wants nothing to do with the guy. I mean, hmm. she really. She. Um. See, I can't. I, I have to go back and look. I got so many videos. I. I, have I know. Yet. You're. And, you're. And she. Yeah. And he insulted her. He treated her like a piece of shit, if you don't pod my English. And um, that's French. I, I can understand why she doesn't want to have anything to do with the guy. I mean, if, <laughs> if I was to, if someone tr treated me like her, I wouldn't have anything to do with him either. He was very unfair with her. And he made her look like she was a nutcase. And, um, you know, just if you want to look up, just look up Jim Fetzer. Uh, Threatens and, Dr. Wood? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Well, on. on the Bob Tuscan show. Okay. okay, that's it. There. That's I, I think know that's, that's skipping right, along here. That. Okay, I've never heard this one. All right, go ahead, listen to it. All right. Bit, but if if you would, yeah, can I don't really want to, to 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 jump so much because without the understanding of it, it's like you know mm -hmm. jumping to the answer and saying the answer isn't supported. Um, but I would like to make one comment here for the listeners who are wondering about the uh, exchange there. I haven't spoken to Jim Fetzer in well over three years, nor emailed with him, nor corresponded with him in any way, because he threatened me. He threatened me to not talk about this technology. So having him, uh, you know, touring with me on the show is not a very um, useful thing. His, his job is to keep this information from coming out. So it seems he can seem supportive, but but uh, anything but recognize this technology. You know, why would he be uh, having such issues with the title of the book? Mm -hmm. He he threatened you. Yes, he threatened me. What? How did he threaten you? Uh, that well, I could. I could read it, but I don't have it handy here. I, you know, I, and I, I don't mean to, to get into this. I, I, I do want to, yeah. to go beyond this because we right. don't need to get the infighting yeah. in the way of the evidence. I don't call this infighting. I call this, uh, you know, suppression, okay. attempting to suppress. But it's, you know, yeah, somebody who's threatening to threatening me to not talk about this technology then comes on your show it, it's not good anyway uh is she gonna read the email did you i do you want me to keep going with this jim 
Well, I, I mean, I don't know what she, what else she says. I don't remember. All right, the technology on. is a reality. Jesse Ventura even understands it. And I was, I was just so. Um, <laughs> Jesse Ventura, the worldwide wrestler guy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's important. Not much in admiration <laughs> of him because I get a lot of grief for standing up for the truth. I'm a scientist, and as a scientist, I follow the scientific method. I don't think to so. To scientific conclusions. So for non-scientists to be, you know, uh, try to twist things around is, it seems kind of ridiculous for one thing. But also, I'm, I take a lot of grief from just about every direction, from the mainstream and from the truth movement, forwards and backwards. And when Jesse Ventura stood up for what was in my book, For the Truth, that was a lot of guts. I, I respect him a lot for that. The truth movement uh, apparently is now throwing him overboard. <laughs> yeah, there's there's all that. sorts of blogs. Yeah, we talked about that. Dr. Jesse Ventura jumps the shark. Uh, all sorts of people saying yep. now, is he trying to discredit us? And and I and I, I'm glad that he's a man that that speaks about you know what he he sees to be true. And he, and he read the book. He very clearly read the book. He knew how to stand up for it, for what was in there, and, and knows what it means. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I'm glad that we we aired that out, and, and I'm I'm sorry about that awkward. Aired what out? It said nothing. I had any idea? I, I wouldn't have continued to push the envelope. I, I was more interested in some of the t of the talk about All 9 right. That's the whole clip. There's nothing there. There's nothing there, Jim. No, no, she, she, uh, th here's what, didn't you hear what she said? You, di you didn't catch it. No, not really. He, he didn't, she didn't want, oh, yeah, hold go on. ahead. Let me, let me, let me go tell ahead, you buddy. What, here's what she said. You didn't catch it. He threatened me to not talk about the science behind it. You understand? That's a threat. In other words, when you say to someone, I don't want you to say this. That's not a threat. That's a threat. I know, but we she didn't prove that threat. She didn't even read the email. She said she couldn't. No, no. She, she, she said it. Okay. He, she, she said it. That's he not proof. He threatened me. Not, he, she, he was going to be on the show, and he said, you're not to talk okay. about this topic. Did we ever get I Fetzer's would, point of view on I wouldn't be on the show this. either. If someone, t if I was on a, a show with somebody, I'm talking about the Holocaust, and they said to me, "We don't want you to talk about gas chambers," I'd say, "Go f yourself." Is that a threat, though? Yes, it, it's a threat. Okay, Hold on, well, let, think let, about let, it. let me. Okay, uh, I know you. You're looking. You got to understand something. You have to look at what a threat is. Yeah. A threat is. I don't want you to do this. Okay, then what? what, what if I do it, then what are you going to do? Kick you off the show? Yeah. That's a threat. Okay, let me let me bring Frank the Salt guy in here. Frank, you're listening quietly. What what do you think of all this? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I haven't without knowing, without hearing what the email said. I can't really comment. I can't work out if it's a threat or not a threat. Yeah, not okay, only. So, you, so yeah. you don't. So you don't think. You okay? Let, let's just try to establish something here. Did he? Did she say he told her? Not to talk about the science. Do we agree on that? That's what I heard. Uh, her. That's her side of the story. Yeah, so that's 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 her. That's that's here. That's what she said, right? She look at. You got to understand something about woman. 
Women, women are more. <laughs> I live with three of them. Well, okay, but you have to understand, women. When you say stuff to women, it's, it 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 might not be as threatening to us as it as it is with a woman. They're more sensitive to stuff like this. So I so now we got to say, was Judy Wood lying about what he said? Okay, well, I, I he, don't know. I don't know. Jim, the, the definition of threat is an expression of intention to inflict evil, injury, or damage. Did he... Did that hold on. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. You got to understand. No, forget that. Forget that word threat in the definition. Okay, I'm just going... Right? Yeah, okay. Have, have you... I, this has never happened to me, but do you know today the woman can go right down to the police station and say about their husband, he threatened me. That's all she has to say. She doesn't even have to say what the threat was. She can lie and she will, and they will arrest him. Are you listening to this, Diane? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Do you agree, Diane? No, I just want to make sure, Jim, you you, you make sure you watch Diane, your own how words do, what there. What do you feel about this? No, I, I want to... Mm -hmm. uh, Judy Wood has been sanctioned by her peers, sanctioned not in a good way, sanctioned and censored by yeah. her peers. And she was sensing the same attitude with Jim Fetzer as well. Right. Okay. And she felt threatened. Now, does it have to be inflict injury type of threat uh, any, or damage type of threat? No. It could be a mental threat. And that's what it was to her. She felt mentally threatened. And if you don't think that's a threat, you go talk to all these women that are bringing charges against their husbands for just being in the house with them. Okay, well, I again, I don't know. I don't think it's a threat. It's not a threat to me, but I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm listening to you. And uh, if anyone has any of the old Fetzer shows where he talked about Judy Wood, because I don't really, I'm looking online right now. And I don't see too many. I don't see any um, archives. And I, I know I wanted to save most of the Jim Fetzer archives, but I don't have them. So if anyone's got them, because we're going back in history a bit. And I know they did have some disagreements in the past. And uh, she's extremely, extremely sensitive about coming on his 9-11 truth conferences. I don't know if she ever went to even one of them. But um, I, I don't really think... I don't really. Yeah, but the, the the question is, if she went to that conference and he threw that upon her to not to get into that science stuff, wh why would she go to the conference? Well, there was lots of people that had just as wacky ideas as Judy Wood, including. Okay, so why why expel her? I because I first of all I don't I can't comment on a Judy Wood slash Jim Fetzer. Um, soap opera. I don't know what exactly happened. But that doesn't really change anything with regards to her theory. And my view is, and I posted it in some of your comments, the comment section is not really a good place to um, put a whole case study, but I was pointing you to September Clues and Simon Shack, who I think is one of the best writers on this topic. Were you able to read any of those? I went through some of the stuff, but I, I didn't mm -hmm. see... Uh, a whole lot of stuff that I was able was able to get at for some reason I don't know, um, okay. but you know we agree on some things. Okay, 
again, you know my big my biggest disagreement with 9/11 on your end. Yep. Did you believe it? You believe it was controlled demolition, right? I believe that's the only way as I've ever seen with evidence that a building is taken down. I've never seen oh, any okay. other yeah, way. You, you when to, you say you controlled demolition, a standard, a standard demolition. Yes. Okay. So just a just a normal demolition of no no different to any other demolition of that kind. Implosive de demolition, yeah. Right. As in controlled demolition incorporated, which I had no idea was so involved, was even involved at all at the World Trade Center, but apparently they were. And I just learned that this week, thanks to you talking about 9-11, Jim. You really got me going on this, so I really started digging to see if um, the president of Lo the Loiseau Group, which owns CDI, is still alive and is still talking. He was actually in Toronto not too long ago talking about controlled demolition and gave me some more clues as to what was going on. So I really appreciate you bringing up the discussion. But these are controlled demolitions, Jim. Have you seen this channel? Right, I know, but we have to establish it. You made a statement I want to get clear on. Go ahead. You said he had something to do with 9-11. It's something to do with the World Trade Center. Okay, okay, so prove that. I will. He was in a documentary, and I put a post on that at fakeologist.com forward slash blog, where he was actually in a BBC documentary discussing it. I didn't even know the guy's ever been on video before. So I'm going to find it here. I've got all kinds of stuff here. I posted a lot of 9-11 stuff thanks to you in the last couple of days because you got me going. And here it is here. This is a BBC documentary on 9-11. Now, normally I wouldn't even waste my time watching it. I'm not even putting it on my video platform because I don't like to prop to uh, promote propaganda. But in this video, um, Mark Loiseau is in here yapping about the whole cleanup of World Loiseau Trade Center 7. unbiased due to his... Very wealthy clientele. So here we go. Works for the federal government. I think that he now Richard Gage, I consider another gatekeeper, Jim. Like almost everyone involved on 9-11 is a gatekeeper. They're yeah. not on the good side. Just just make that I'm making that clear. There's not one person in this whole opera that I trust or I believe is on the good side. Including Richard Gage. Say this is yeah. a controlled demolition uh, if he doesn't want to lose uh, many of his top clients. But other people have gone much further and accused Mark Loiseau of being part of a conspiracy. But they say that you did work at Ground Zero, which you did, and you've got the absolute perfect credentials for a, a government-paid demolition expert. And of course you're going to say, I didn't do it, but you've absolutely fit the bill. I'd make a great terrorist, I suppose. Unfortunately, I, I don't have those inclinations. Since 9-11. So the way he blows that off with a joke is just another, you know, this yeah, is... But, but again, you made a statement. Yeah. You made a statement that he said. He didn't say that there. Not in that clip, but not okay, in Okay, so look at, here, here's the thing with me. Yeah. If you're going to say something, you better have what he said. Well, what he Jim, I don't said, have every piece of evidence lined up for you no, no, tonight. No, 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 I know, but you, you're making a really big blanket statement. Okay. And let me tell but you Jim, something about the, the BBC. The BBC, to me, is a piece of shit anyway. So I agree. Let, they, they, will make, they will make Jesus look like the devil. So anyway, I didn't see <laughs> him saying it, and, uh, and I'll, I'll definitely wait 
for you to show me he said it. I don't think he had anything to do with it. Maybe cleanup. I don't know. Maybe cleanup. Cleanup is part of it. Yeah. Cleanup is definitely part of it, Jim. No, 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 no. You don't think so? Women, women, women. If you're cleaning up a so-called crime scene, that's you're oh, part oh, of you're oh, part no, of it. Oh, oh, wait, hold, hold on here. Let's this let's just deal with this as a court case. You're okay. you're being brought to court because you blew up a building, but then all of a sudden they're presenting in court. The only thing they can show you did was clean up the building after. How, how does yeah. that hold up in court? You're getting rid no, of the no, evidence? No, no, no. You were asked. You're not getting this. He's you being charged. He's being charged for blowing up the building. No, no, no. He's not being charged for cleaning it up. What's the connection between this fellow and 9-11? And, and he's showing you clearly that there is a connection. That's what he didn't are. say he had anything to do with it, except yes, except no, if you were going to. He was involved in the cleanup. That's what he says. The cleanup had nothing. To, that's not the issue. Well, hang on. A lot of people have to do with the you're cleanup. Saying, you're saying that the cleanup of 9-11 is not salient to 9-11. No. Well, <laughs> how can that be when the whole thing of just getting rid of all the stuff was a key part of the deception? But and that, the key but, part of how do you demonstrate any Judy Wood connection? No, look at look at you go, you're going you're going off down another rabbit no, no, hole. No, 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 I'm not. I'm just going back to the basic point. You asked, you asked, was there any connection between CDI, the Controlled Demolition Group, and 9/11? And there is a, in my opinion, very strong connection, given that the guy was there involved in the cleanup. Okay, okay, and by hold the on. way, the reason, and the reason that happens, and I can tell you this because oh. I actually have expertise in this because I am a drill and blast engineer, is that you want to check that there are no unexploded bits in there. So you want to ensure when you're cleaning up that there's no, um, you know, some something that will go boom. Which is what okay, happens when you, when, you, when you do an explosion. When you're you do a blast into a, into a rabbit hole that's getting worse, okay? Well, Let me tell I you. I don't why. agree with you. I think it's a very straightforward thing. I don't think oh, it's look at, look, look at you're not <laughs> you, look at I asked. I asked, and I thought yeah. that you were gonna show me exactly him saying, Yes, I had something to do with the demolition of that building. You didn't show I me. I never that. said that. Okay. okay. We said Hold did on. he I'm have talking, something I'm, to do with it? Frank, Frank, I'm not talking up to you right now. Okay? okay. You brought this video in to show me that. You haven't showed it to me. Okay. If this was brought up in court, you have no case. He never said that. Now, cleanup. A lot of people had to do with that cleanup. A lot of different people. Are they part of it too? Well, can I ask you a question, Jim? Yeah. Why would you involve CDI in the cleanup of that building? We don't know if it's even true. Sorry, he's saying that it's he's saying wait, 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 that he was no. in he, the cleanup of the building. Look, hold on, that here, BBC, on, that BBC reporter actually said he was. Hold on, he no. That, listen, listen, listen. He said we don't know exactly how he was. Do you know how he was involved? He just said he was involved. Hold on, hold on. Do you do you know exactly how he was involved? 
So, Jim, I'm now. In my opinion, I'm just saying. In my opinion, you're doing. Listen, listen. I'm getting tired of this conversation right now because you're not. I'm trying to be fair. Okay, I, I I'm really exact. I'm. I'm a real exact. Fair at all. Listen, listen. I'm, I'm trying a real, to say to you. Oh man, you're not even gonna let me point. talk. Here Look, at, I know where you're coming from. Why don't you let me talk? I'm trying to explain to you that he. You're you're telling me he was involved. But yes. you're not telling me how he was involved. Okay, right? so you tell me what other explanation would there be? Hold on. Let me, I'm going to tell you. First of all, you're not telling me how he's involved. You're letting me try to defend something I can't even defend because I don't know what he was involved in. Could he have been involved in some sort of counseling or direction or whatever? Right? Like giving them advice or something, what would, right? What would he give advice on? Whatever. Uh, no, you're what reading, would a demolition you're expert too, give advice You're reading on? too much into this. This is why I can't stand <laughs> about 9-11. This is why I don't deal with 9-11. Because you guys read so much into this that it's incredible. You, okay, again, Jim, what I'm going to say, I'll, I'll back out of the argument now from here on. But I just want to say to the other people listening to you and I talk right now, they are going to make their decisions on the things that you and I say, okay? You and I are talking, and, and that's a debate, the sort of debate that you encourage. You agree? You like people to bring in their, their different views. I'm going to say, in my opinion, if the owner of the company that's well-known as the experts of demolition yeah. was involved as a consultant. There you go, consultant. It was okay. involved as a consultant on 9-11, and I'm going to say- That means nothing. That's not, that doesn't mean I, he had anything to do with the blowing up of those buildings. That is that is your view, Jim? You've no, that's your that. view. You, no, look no, at my view. Said, my view is okay. that he's involved. Your view no, is no, that no. he's not involved. You look at, I'm, I'm an I, exact, I, My view is that oh. I've brought evidence, or that, in fact, not me, but the BBC has brought evidence that, that Tim has found. I'm just, I'm not trying to convince you of anything, Jim. You don't have to this worry about convincing me because you haven't convinced me. No, I'm, no, like I'm I said, look at this. So far, this discussion so far, is for listeners. Well, you kind this of listen. You, is, you do a lot of well, talking. Let You're me not finish doing my point. Oh, my goodness. Let me finish my point. One at a time. My point is this. My point is this, Jim. You and I, whether I agree or disagree, this is other people are going to hear this conversation. I don't give a uh, shit. I don't that's give two fucking shits about anybody listening to this conversation. I okay. look at, I came on here and, and again, this was presented to me that this fellow said he was involved with the demolition. Listen to that word, demolition. Okay. And you haven't showed it to me. Okay. Jim, let's move on from this topic. This this was a very minor uh, tangent that we took. We're we're talking about Judy Wood here. Uh, all I said was, I, I let, let's let's agree to disagree on the Mark Loiseau part. He had nothing to do with it. That's I haven't given any evidence. I'm fine with that statement. That's your position. And Frank is taking the opposite position. Let's go back to Judy Wood and uh, why are you convinced that she? By shutting her out, and I haven't shut her out, and and I don't think anyone's really being censored in this debate. She has her own website. She has her own guy, Andrew Johnson, that she goes on 
with regularly to talk her point. I don't think anyone in this internet world is really censored in any real way. Okay, I'll I'll answer that. Go ahead. Have you seen her being brought into any of the discussions other than conspiracy guys like us Okay. with the other people? No, I don't really follow her at all. Okay, well, she hasn't been. Okay. Okay, she hasn't been. So you, getting back to my original point, and again, I'm the guy that always goes with the person that sends it. Okay. Always, because that's what's happened to me with the Holocaust uh, topic. See, they don't want to have me in a room discussing anything to deal with the topic because they know I'm going to bury them. I know so you're deep. very adamant about that. I know, well, Jim, they're, I know. They're adamant, wait a minute, adamant, listen, listen. I am so convinced on it that there's no Jew and there's no anybody that's going to be able to take me up on that topic and show me I'm wrong. Okay. That's how convinced I am. Can, Jim, can I give you another example of someone who's ignored by the 9-11 community? Yeah. Uh, Simon Shack. Have you heard of him? No. Well, that's how ignored he is. He, that's, you just proved my point beautifully. He is the number one, I think he is the number one position of anyone on explaining the 9-11 event. I don't think there's anyone that comes closer and nobody's heard of him. And I started promoting his stuff in 2012. And obviously I haven't done a very good job because here we are in 2023 and you've never heard of him. Now, what do you say right. about that? Well, I, I've never, like I said, the 9-11 topic is not my topic. Now, you, it's been, what I like about meeting you yeah. is you've directed me to, just like I've directed you to information. Yes, you have. You've directed me to information that I don't know about, and I'm happy to look into it. That's excellent. That's why I like your stuff, too, because you're in a topic that I've never really looked at much, but now because... We've got this whole Israel-Gaza thing going and fake nukes Phil exposing it and you're talking about it. Now now all of a sudden it's an important topic, so now I'm looking into it. So I hats right back off to you, sir. That's why, that's why I brought you on because I do spend a lot of time with you and Diane via your channel, whether you know it or not. And I'm sure... Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, so I, that, that's why I don't mind having you on because... You're one of the few people that even talk about 9-11, which is crazy because it's not even your topic. And it's been all these years later and there I can't find too many people discussing it, period. I mean, it's you and fake nukes and I know Phil Jahan is back on the scene. But for the most part, there is nobody talking about it, just like your Holocaust topic. Nobody well, talks I, about see, it. I never, I never got into it because I felt everybody was talking about 9-11 and I didn't want to be another... You know, cog on the wheel. I just said, look at my topics, the Holocaust. And again, I I use a like I I'm into the psychology of things. Okay, this is why even Frank, me talking with Frank here, I have a problem with Frank. You know, because again, I'm I'm a very exacting person. I'm very exacting. Precise. If you're gonna if you're you know precise, whatever exact, you tell me something, and you say this. Someone said this. Okay, I want to see him saying it. Well, right, we already established he didn't say what you said he said. Now what happens is the you go to the next level lower. Well, you know, he's involved in clean up. He must have belonged to building up if he's cleaning up the building. Well, that don't prove it to me in court. See, in court, that don't hold up in court. The guy that does the cleanup of the building doesn't necessarily mean he blew up the building. 
I, I hope we made that clear. I, I, agree. I have no, I agree. I have no evidence that CDI is involved in any way. And I, I will make that. I, I was looking for connections for a long time. Believe me. I, my only evidence, my only idea was that it appears there's almost no other controlled demolition company in the world or sorry, in North America that does as much work as they did. So to me, that was my only deduction, but I for sure have no proof. All I was okay. pointing out in this video was, this is the first time I, I decided to look up anyone from controlled demolition, see if anyone was talking, and to see if anyone came up in a search between 9-11 World Trade Center and CDI. And all I said was, this is the first video where I even saw the guy talking, and lo and behold, he's in a, BBC documentary and defending it. That's the that that's the only thing that I was trying to bring up. Now, of course, he's not going to say he has anything to do with it. You'd be crazy to. And of course, uh, there's just no way anyone would would admit to anything. And they're everyone just playing funny with the questions. And the media is the number one enemy in this whole 9/11 affair. That's the one thing I've learned. The media is controlled. And they are in on in on it up to their eyeballs. Every single one that even talked nine eleven is in on it. Right. And I listen. I agree. Here's the thing. I'm very fair now. If you if you can prove to me, I can't that there is a connection with this CGI guy. CGI. I can't. There's no okay, way okay, I okay. could. But I, I, I must have misheard the the tape. Are you telling me that he didn't say? That he was involved. I thought the BBC guy said specifically that he was involved. Well, the BBC guy made the accusation or made the made the uh, connection. Made the point. He made yeah. the point. The BBC guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So the point's been made that he was involved. No, 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 no. You, well, you, well, we need you to re read. You read the news. Before you say no, no, you no, must read we the need to hear it again. Ups. You, you read the newspaper upside down. You don't understand. Well, he's in Australia. You don't understand what's going on here. This is a psychological game here. This BBC interview, why do you think it was done that way? Because they want you to think that he said something he didn't say. Don't you understand how interviews are done? Well, I, I they can make it, it look like you said something you didn't say it. He didn't right. say that. Okay, we're going to drop this. Well, you guys had enough on this one. Let's keep going on this. Anyone <laughs> can go to the post. I put a show note here. If anyone exactly. can get any information on CDI and 9-11, please send it to me because this is hard to find. This is not regular research. It's, a, lot of, a lot of searches are really hard to find anything these days. And if anyone has anything with Fetzer talking about Judy Wood, if you can find anything on there, throw it my way. Jim, one of the reasons I never had Jim Fetzer on my show is he can talk over anyone for an hour and 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 I'm I'm afraid to I'm not afraid I do want to have him on my show just to thank him for all the research he's done and help me get going even though I think he's a gatekeeper extraordinaire but he still like you say has a point and he has lots to say and he brings on a ton of guests I don't know who gets all his guests but he does a really good job and he really has me thinking all the time even though I know that almost everything he's presenting is going to derail and send me down the wrong path. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so and this guy can filibuster better than anyone I ever talked. Even with his whatever he's got, I think he's got Parkinson's now, and he's shaking away, and he's really hard to listen to now. And only in the last two years did he get a mic that he can actually hear him instead of him shouting out his laptop. But 
I do thank Jim Fetzer. So if anyone has anything with him and Judy Wood, because he has talked extensively about Judy Wood and their differences. And never once did would he have admitted or did he admit to me that he threatened Judy Wood. So I'm just giving you his side of the story. Well, it's not a threat like you would think. So, okay. again, a woman has a whole different way of being threatened. Believe me. And if oh. you don't think so, you no. go down to the police station and look up all no, those I, men. I heard you. Yeah. I, I get you. But but. You should listen. I I do remember Jim talking about Judy Wood, and this is total so soap opera stuff we're talking about. I apologize to my audience, but he he was always flabbergasted that she was offended by whatever he said. He'd all, he'd be the typical. I have no idea what you're talking about. He said, and he defended himself to the nines about whatever their supposed uh, problem was, their dispute. So I just I'm just trying to remember from memory his side of the story. So, okay. if anyone okay, can find the audio, send it to me and Jim. Yeah, I listen. You look at you know me good enough to know that if you show me something one hundred percent, I'll believe you. Yeah, you're 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 pretty fair. I I have no problem. I I, I am. Believe yeah. me. I I will listen. But I I want people to understand something about the media because Frank I don't think understands this. Because I've been interviewed with the media. I've been on TV. I've been in these discussions with these people about my topic. Okay? What they do is they manipulate the whole uh, uh, discussion, and they pick out pieces here and there, edit them really precisely, and they could even get you to say you did something and you didn't even say it. Believe me, I've had it done to me and many people too. All right? I agree with that. That's what they do. And that's why, Frank, honestly, you're a good, nice guy. You seem like if you're a nice, good Bible guy, you better understand the truth. You know, the, ten, the ninth commandment says you must not lie. Okay? Well, I, so, I'm going to say to you straight away, I, you and I obviously heard two different things. Yeah, we did. What I, heard, what I heard clearly was the guy saying that he was involved in 9-11. Not, not him, but the the... But that, that, that doesn't count. Well, I'm just telling you that it's evidence. That's what it is. No, it's not evidence. It's a stupid reporter twisting a conversation to make it look like he had something to do with something he probably had nothing to do with. But you believe the nonsense. I'm just saying it's evidence. I don't. It's not required. To, I'm not required to believe anything, Jim. Well, I'm just saying what I heard. You, what did you well, hear? What did you hear? I, I didn't hear that. What did you hear? He just said something about the demolition, and that didn't prove anything. I mean, not the demolition, uh, the cleanup, and that's all I heard. That's okay, all that so was I, a paragraph conversation. Well, let, let me, when I go back and hear it again, if I'm if I've misheard it, I'll let you know. I'll apologize. Yeah, remember who said it? Did she say it, or the guy, whoever it was, or did he say it? Do I have to remember? play? Do I have to play this back? <laughs> no, I wouldn't worry. We'll do it. Do it another time. I just, as I said, so I, I, I don't want to argue about it. I, I heard, I heard something. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. The yeah. audience will be able to do the same as me. Well, I do want to cover one point here that's very important that I've been bringing up in the discussion on my Bitchu channel. Let's go. Let's go. With, let's go. I've let's already go. dealt with the the molten metal stuff, and I think you agree with me on that. All right. Now, if if there is a controlled demolition, you're going to have to explain to me. Why? Because when you do controlled demolition, I've watched the movies, believe me, I've seen them wire the buildings. I've seen all this. They wire with all different color wires and everything because everything's different colors. All right. 
bright, yeah, yeah. very bright luminescent type of wiring. Yeah. How come we haven't found any wiring of demolition if it was, you know, done by demolition? Okay, and I and I ask you, what media do you think we're going to be shown of the real event? That's no, I, the problem. I understand that. Look at I agree with you on that. But the point the point is, are you telling me out of the miles and probably hundreds of miles or more of wiring of that building, nobody Nobody has found a piece of the luminescent wiring that they wire those buildings with. Okay, it's very bright, orange, but, but green. How do, you know, how do you know that no one's found a piece, Jim? I'm, I'm, why I'm asking. Assuming, why are you assuming that no one found a piece? I'm asking. Has anybody? I, I'm asking you, why are you assuming that no one's found a piece? Has anybody found a piece? I don't know. So do how you know? do you, how can you prove the building came down with demolition if you can't show the wiring of the, of the, the building? I can't prove it, but I can't prove it didn't happen just because you and I oh, didn't get to go and look for Frank, it. Look Frank, for it. Can, I, can I tell you something? Listen, you, you obviously don't know about my topic, the Holocaust. I have to deal with the same reasoning with Jews dealing with that topic with the Holocaust. They try to, they try to explain things that there's no proof of what they're saying, but they're telling me that I'm wrong because I can't prove it. Well, I can't I'm prove not, a I'm negative. I'm not saying that you're lying at all, Jim. I'm saying What's that? You're you're telling me what you're saying to me is no one found a piece of colored wire. How do well, you know? Get, that? Give me a piece. Show, someone has to have a piece somewhere. Miles and miles, hundreds of miles of wiring. Well, who was allowed? Who was allowed into the site? Well, it did. Okay, so now how do you prove it? Well, I can't prove it. Okay, there you go. You can't prove now it. You can't prove a negative, Jim. Now we now we agree. I can't, pr I can't prove that no one's that no one is. Okay, so I can't you. Prove can you prove that no one has found a piece of wire? No Can you prove? Not. You're the one that made the statement. You said no one's found a piece of wire. Can you prove that, Jim? Not, not that I. Okay, but here's I, the okay, Well, then that's the end of the argument. Okay, no. Here, here's the whole point, the discussion. You claim the building came down with controlled demolition, but we don't see anything to show anything that links a controlled demolition in that building with wiring or with any of the caps or anything in that building. That we use to blow okay. the building up. Nothing. Well, and so when did you get access to all the stuff, to the all the demolition stuff and the wire and all that? When did you I've get watched, any of that? I've, I've watched their videos. Have you ever watched a video of demolition? But, they show you the whole video. So what, they show you how they wire. So who made Frank, the video? Listen, you asked me a question. I'm going to give you an answer. I watched these videos of this company here. The Lozo guy company. Yeah, and I've watched group, them yeah. wire the buildings. I've watched them putting the caps in and everything. They, they I watched all this. I, I have an understanding of how it works. You're yeah. telling me in this demolition you you believe of World Trade Center in both yeah. buildings, you yeah. can't find anything related to controlled demolition. Not one now, now let me be very clear here, Jim. I'm not making that claim at all. I am not well, making any. So how do you how do you defend it? Well, I, I certainly can't find any wire there now because it's all gone, isn't it? Okay, but how do you defend it? How how can you be so dogmatically on a topic that you I'm say happened a certain way when you can't show dogmatic. me it happened a certain way because you don't have the evidence? I'm not dogmatic about it, Jim. I, I'm what I'm saying to you is you made the claim that no one found a piece of wire. How do you know that? How do you know no one found a piece of wire? 
You're I'm the one making. I'm not going around in circles with you again. Look at you. You are a very interesting person. Let me tell. I deal with people like you all the time. You throw the, the proof of burden on me. It's not on me. You're the one. You, it is on you. If you made the claim that no one pound a piece of water. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Okay, You've got the proof. Of, I, never, listen, right. I never said it. I never said it. I never said it. Let's move on. All right. Okay. Terrific. Thank you. The, the only thing that we can pick apart, Jim, is the evidence that they show us. We don't have, the way I look at 9-11, we don't have to prove how it was done. That's not our job. All we can do is take what they say is proof or they say is evidence and challenge that stuff. So when we look there at the video... That that's all we can do. There is no. Well, that's way. what I do. Yeah, there's no. I'm challenging way. Frank right now. I want to see evidence of the wiring of this building. But there we, has to we be don't have that building. But the thing is, all we can do is look at whatever evidence they put at us. And my conclusion, Simon Shack's conclusion, and Simon's never been on any mainstream well, show. Well, I'll go ever. look at him. I, I like I said, I, show, look at. Send me the link. I I'll do. go check him out. I, that's, I will do that, even though it's not my topic. I will spend some time I looking at this I appreciate that. Fake11.com forward slash SC. I'm going to send it to you again. I have put it in the uh, comments on your channel a couple times. I'll do it again. I'm actually pasting some assignment stuff into the comments, so you don't even have to click the link. You can just read it right there. And I find yeah, it extremely I'll, compelling. I'll take a look at it. Yeah. But the point is that all we can do is look at what they show us. So... I've never heard anyone bring up the wiring point. So it's a great point. But my answer for that and almost every other comment is every piece of video, photograph, any media they gave us is likely fake. We didn't get to see one real video that they didn't approve of. That's the whole point of this. And I agree with you. Listen, I agree with you 100%. So we have nothing to work with visually. We can't say, okay, well, we have said, where are the airplane engines? Where are the airplane parts? The most absurd locations were Sh were Shanksville and the Pentagon. They were the most absurd no, parts. I, I, look, at, I'm with you. You know, I'm with you. You don't have to go over and over. But yeah, my question no is, Frank, Frank, let me ask Frank a question. You like Frank, Frank I think. Frank, <laughs> we got to get you back into the conversation, Frank. Now, Frank. Do you believe yes. there was molten metal in that building in the in the on the bottom floor in uh, you know when they were cleaning up? Well, let me let me as as you you you're a fan of saying this already, Jim. So I know you're going to accept this. I go to a lot of effort not to believe anything, right? Well, okay. I, I go to a lot of effort to take to just accept the fact that I don't know a whole bunch of stuff. Was there molten metal? I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, they said it was. Okay. They said the planes hit the building. No, no, I know, I know that. But, but the point that's look at. I already agree with uh, you on this topic. I already. You don't have to go back. On I that. think. I think Jim likes yes or no answers, to Frank. Yeah. Let me go this way, Jim. Let, I can give you this unequivocal answer. I don't believe it. It might be true, but I don't believe it. How's that? Well, how could it even be true? I agree. It how can't, could it? I probably yeah, can't. But yeah. Frank, you understand. It can't be true. Okay. You you can't have metal, molten metal, that melts at 3,000 degrees being on top of the ground 
without a heat source. The heat source is going to be there. So you can tell me, well, it might be true. No, Frank, it can't be true. No, Mike. I uh, mean, uh, no. Well, uh, I agree. Frank, I agree. The video we saw of the fire guys walking around the molten metal can absolutely not be true. It's completely ridiculous. It's just another phony video that they just expect people to believe because they don't have any common sense. I totally agree with you. So that is their evidence they presented, and I dismiss it out of hand for all the reasons that you've talked about on some of your walks. The hydraulics wouldn't survive. The the pick would, would melt, and there's no visible heat source except some magical energy that they say energized the buildings and turned <laughs> them to dust. That is the... That is their story, and I dismiss right. it. And I dismiss well, it. That is, that's Judy Wood's story. Th that is no. That's Judy Wood's explanation. No, All they did was put the evidence of this guy walking around in rubber boots on whatever they say is molten metal, and that is not possible. So we can dismiss that as fake. That's how I go about it. All right, we agree. Okay, good. Ooh, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> I thought you and Frank would agree more than you and I would agree because well, no, he's a Bible that, believer. Frank, Frank seems like a very nice guy, but he he really has to watch when he watches media. Well, wait till he, he tells. He's, he's never. He, Frank, <laughs> have you ever been on on TV? Fifty million people watching you. Have you? Uh, uh, only on the Tarek show when I was a young kid. Yeah. Okay, great. He does karaoke. Is, <laughs> he does karaoke. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying when you listen to the media. And they want to uh, put something a certain way, they will do it. No matter how good you make a presentation showing the opposite, they will take your words and make it look like you said something completely different. Yeah. Okay. Well, as I said, Jim, at this stage, what I heard on that, what, my listening to that uh, post that, um, Tim has made on his website of the BBC interviewing the owner of CDI. Oh, let's not bring clearly... that up again. Let's not bring that up. Let's not go there. No, <laughs> I, I, no, no, this, no, no. This is obviously the thing that's upset Jim about me. I yes. heard him clearly say that he was involved. And in, in my mind, that ties CDI into the guys. In my mind, that is a fantastic piece of evidence. Oh, man. <laughs> Boy, you'd be you'd be a lousy one in court, Frank. I hate to say it. They they would uh, shut you I, down so fast. They they would shred you apart, Frank. All right, Listen, all right. I heard say you wouldn't last in court two seconds. Well, that's hearsay. That's hearsay. Hearsay doesn't is not admissible in court. That's right. And neither is CSA. That's a new word. IPS brings up all the time. CSA and more and more people. Jim are becoming visually illiterate. Like they think that firemen can walk around in rubber boots on molten steel and they think that's fine. Yeah. That makes them visually illiterate. So there's a lot <laughs> of illiteracy going around. But that's because, Jim, people of this day and age are brought up on the movies and comics. That's right. They see guys flying through the air, flying through buildings, lifting up cars. None of that's real. I know. So when they when the media mixes in cartoons with what they say is real. It really screws people's brains up. I think so. You go back to Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about Armageddon? That's what? right. Oh my gosh, that was great. <laughs> now, where did <laughs> the energy? Here before we landed on the moon. <laughs> well, where did the energy come to destroy that building? What building was it? Was it the uh, the the? It was the White House, wasn't it, or the Capitol building? Oh, I don't know. 
So that's Independence Day. Oh, Independence Day, right? That's right. Yeah. That was yeah, just well, before 9/11, Diane. Just before 9/11, well, that came out. Interesting. So what Why did that? Did they hit the White House then. <laughs> no, I think they got it too, but. What the is Canadians that? did it. Why? Why didn't? It, why didn't they? Nine eleven. The, the Jews do it in nine eleven. What did we? What did us Canadians do? In uh, War of eighteen twelve, as I understand it, okay. they burned the White House. They burned the White House down. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. They did burn the White House here. Here's the clip here. And it was a. Yeah, it was a spaceship. But here we are. I don't know if you guys can see the screen. Yeah, I, I can see it fine. Now, what is that building? Is that the World Trade? No, is that the um, Empire State Building? Oh, I don't know. But here's the here's Judy Woods. That's her up there. She's in that. She's in the spaceship. See, this is what was conditioned into the American psyche just before 9/11. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's right. This is called concurrent programming. Armageddon was more believable. <laughs> I don't remember that clip. I got to look that up. So here we are. We got some planes. We got good old Judd Hirsch in there from Taxi. Yeah, that was terrific. He represented the honorable Jews. <laughs> so there's your Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And here's the spaceship. Here's the energy source. Here's the crowd. The onlookers. Everyone perfectly made up. <laughs> I love movies. And here we go. There you go. Yeah, now, what is, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is... There it is right there. Frank, look. What does that look like, though? That yeah. It's very similar video footage to the 9-11 event. We got the... Uh, we got the flying... We got the paper. I didn't see any... Uh, so any fire. I didn't see any wiring. I know, oh, look, but there's, there's too, a car. There's too much fire in that video. That, yeah. doesn't, that wouldn't happen like that. Uh, what do you mean? It's right here on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Now, why are these people sitting watching it? Yeah. Anyway, the point is, this is what people think can happen. And this is what you do. You turn tail and run. Leave your car. There's no way. Anyway, and there's, there's that. This, this, this scene was kind of repeated on 9-11 as well. Not the fireball, but the dust cloud. You remember that? Yeah. So the point is that this is conditioning to get you thinking. There goes the White House. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, that's good stuff. But the point of that is that that conditions people to believe in these kinds of things. So why why do you still believe in this idea that they have some weapon like that that could have justified? I I don't, I, I don't believe that. Okay. Good. I I no no. I understand. Possibility. It could be a possibility. Look at. That's as good as a possibility as your controlled demolition to me. What, what what's more likely though? I don't know. The government's experiment. I mean, what look at I think whatever happened here yeah. is way out of our league of understanding it. Why? And they, they and Do you because, think there's do you think well, they're so much smarter than us? No, no look they oh, yeah. believe me, they are so far ahead of us with stuff that's going on. Where's the evidence? Incredible. Where's the evidence for that? I don't have any evidence. Okay, so it's a belief. See, I don't believe. That's right. it's I, all, this is this is all a belief system. I think your, your belief system, my belief system. Yeah. But again, I'm not dogmatic. To, I can say I don't 
believe it happened this way, but okay. if you could show me something different, I will definitely look at it. And if you can prove it to me, yes. But so far, I haven't seen any proof of the things I've asked for. And I haven't asked for too much. I just asked for show me where you know the wiring was or how they wired it, the demolition caps, all these type of things. Got to be something somewhere. Someone had to pick something up. I mean, this is a this is a huge forensic scene, folks. I mean, there's got to be something. I mean, these airplanes blow up in midair and crash, and they find a little, maybe a half-inch piece of something that came off of something, and they say, this was the detonator of the bomb that we found in that plane crash. And you're telling me, with all that stuff that happened in 9-11, all that demolition and wiring and caps and bombs and whatever you want to say, you can't find anything. Well, I'm saying that they didn't present well, I'm, I'm not saying you couldn't find I'm, I'm sure they found all those things that you're talking about. I'm sure they were found. Prove it. No, they need I'm just to, saying, they the, the, I, I the whole the it. whole point is they are not presenting the real evidence. They're presenting the story that they want you to buy and yes. that's plain. So we don't ha how can you how can we possibly get the evidence when we can't get access to the whole scene whatsoever. It's a militarily well, I, controlled I agree, scene. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. See, there's your problem. But see, here's the problem, too. It works the opposite way. Again, See, I always look at everything. You bring it to court, you present the case, and you make your case to reasonable people. And then the evidence is going to speak for itself. If you don't have the evidence, then you really don't have a case. That, that's all I'm saying. Again, are you folks that believe in controlled demolition? And you can believe it. I'm not saying you're wrong. But I'm just saying you haven't convinced me that there was controlled demolition with all the things that I have to understand about it. I haven't seen any evidence for it except a building coming down. Now, that's the only thing I could say happened. It came down. Now, I've been problem. Footprint. It didn't, and it didn't like topple over like uh, you would expect if it was an accident. We don't, right. we, just, wait, we don't know how it toppled over. That's the other problem. We don't but, but know. No, this, no, but it just came down on the site, all of the buildings. Right. No, it, dis it disappeared. It down on the site. No, all we know is the site, the whole World Trade Center complex site was rubbleized to some extent. Some buildings yeah. worse than others. But we don't have any visual evidence of that either. Because they did not present it to us. That is the whole point. They controlled well, well, the yeah, I know, media. But look, look, I have seen pictures right after the buildings came down. From what so, source? Well, um, okay, hold on here. I'm just telling you, that, again, you're right. I mean, this is going to be bullshit too. Exactly. But they're showing you a picture of the whole area where the, when the whole building came down. Some I saw some picture there showing it, you know, the, 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 the amount of debris. And that's it. Now, if it's fake, it's fake. Nothing I can do about it. Exactly. And it is fake because everything else is fake. Falsus Numenum, Falsus Omnibus. It's all fake. That's the whole point. That is the whole story behind 9-11. And that should make people afraid in the sense that every single piece of media after 9-11, if, if you didn't believe it before, is falsified or manipulated in some way to make it probably not true. And that's the biggest problem for most people once they realize that everything they've been told is probably a lie or manipulated. So 
That and, lead, and I agree. That's I agree a very, with you 100%. Yeah. And that's a 100%. very bad, that's a very dark place for most people to go. They don't want to go right. there. It's very difficult. So you're yeah. saying, so you're saying, we're saying if everyone turns on their TV tonight and starts watching something, there's a very good chance it's fake. And that's a yeah. big problem for, for anyone. Most people just say, nah, that's not possible. Too many people, too much coordination. No, it's actually, we just showed it's possible. And that's why 9-11 is extremely important. And that's really why I wanted to have you on tonight. Because you spoke in, in your walk and talks that, you know, 9-11 isn't really that important. And your topic, the Holocaust, is way more important. It's way easier to prove. And, and I... and. I sort of took umbrage to that because I've really been saying to my audience that 9-11 is the most important thing because if you understand what I understand, then nothing that comes forward and even working back in history is probably true. And that's a pretty dark place to, to hang out yeah, but in. You know, you know what the, the only problem with what you're thinking is? I mean, it's not, there's a problem with it. It's this, because some of these guys, I'm noticing the comments, they don't really agree with me. Hey, I really don't give two shits what you agree with. But, but you know, here's the thing. Do you go to jail for believing or not believing in 9-11? And not yet. Not yet. Well, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not, and that's you why never, you, they, you will never go to jail for it. Don't worry about it. You will never have to worry. I now, do it's, worry. It's, taken, it's taken them... 70 years to get these laws in place about the Holocaust. Yes, it has taken a long time, guys. Well, I'm, 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 well, no, people were going to jail before, too. Don't think they weren't. <laughs> what, do, what do you think? All the German people that gave testimony, the opposite of what they wanted them to give, didn't go to jail? They were hung. They were shot. They were killed. They were sent to Siberia. So they were threatened. Okay. That's what happens to people that don't. That's why I deal with the Holocaust because it's a way simpler uh, topic to discuss because it's dealing with the psycho psychologically or the psych psychology of people yeah. and how they believe things that didn't happen. Today. That's the that's why I deal with the Holocaust. You think 9-11 is? No, not even close. They've been doing this since 1945 with the Holocaust. And they it's the same scenario as 9-11. Don't get me wrong. But this was way before 9-11. Yeah, same people. Same people. Well, well, I've got to tell you, Jim, that from my point of view, the spinning ball was where it all started. But, you know, yeah. your view. Yeah, Jim, I know you're dabbling into the uh, the whole shape of the earth topic, and you get a lot of flack on your channel for that, <laughs> oh, don't you? Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Well, it's an important. Frank is saying it's an important story, the shape of the Earth, and oh, is, is Frank a flat earther? I'll let Frank I, talk. Uh, so, uh, what I'm going to tell you now is that everybody assumes the Earth is flat and unspinning, unmoving for all practical purposes, without exception. So it doesn't matter what I believe. I can tell you how I behave and how everybody in this existence behaves. They behave as if the world is flat for all practical purposes and as if it doesn't move for all practical purposes. And I'll tell you how you can prove me wrong, Jim. You can give me an example of any time that you've made allowance for spin or curve in your life. If I made what? If you have made an allowance in your life in any practical way for the spin of the earth or the curve of the earth, then you'll have proven me wrong. 
Well, like what I said, I, I, I don't get into flat earth. I find it, it's a tremendously interesting topic. Yes. But, you know, and, you know, when I look, I see things myself that if you had asked me, does that look like a flat earth? I'd have to say yes. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I can't prove anything. <laughs> Jim, 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 let me translate his Australian to Canadian because I think we live closer to each other. And that, <laughs> is, and that is what he's saying is all businesses surveying flight paths, they do not consider the earth to be round. They always assume it's flat. Or railway engineers, when they lay track over a large distance, they never account for the curve because the earth is supposed to be a curve on any surface over a great distance. And he's saying no engineering, no architecture, and nobody firing a, a long range weapon takes into account the curve or the fact that we're spinning at 1100 miles an hour on the equator. So the idea is if you shot a gun and you're aiming at a target that you'd have to account for the earth spinning so the bullet doesn't go over the target because the earth just oh, no, moves. I, listen, I Believe me, I've looked into all that. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That was the translation. Okay, no, I agree with you. And you know, one of the biggest ones is to me. What? Because I used to work construction. Yeah, go ahead. All right. And in construction, you have to level things out. Right. And you know how they level it out in the old days, anyway. They level it out with a water level. That's yeah. right. Okay. So, in other words, they had to put the. Uh, it's a big tube with water in it. And they put one one end on one side, the other end on the other side, and it would equal up to the same level. Right. And it was level. So and what is that crazy for me, Jim? And, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just I, saying. I, I'm a mining engineer, and I did that same thing over 40 kilometers. And we that's, still that's right. And that, to me, how do they explain water level? Well, they don't. They just well, that's say, the point. It doesn't matter over that distance. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, okay. that's all we were ever told as, as engineers. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Forget it. Well, like I said, I, I, I always have more questions than answers. And yeah. I, think, I, think, I think the uh, fl- flat earth people, honestly, they're getting a bad rap. That's what they're getting. They're not getting oh, a really chance to get their information out. Now, let's use your logic again about belief and so on. What... I don't understand about the average Joe is that he cannot understand that he assumes the earth is flat and unmoving. When you, when I jump on a plane to go from Melbourne to Perth and back again, if I'm trying to work out how long it's going to take the plane to get there, I don't say, oh, hang on, the earth's spinning twice as fast as a plane is moving. How can I get there? No one ever worries about that. Everyone assumes the earth is flat. Everyone assumes the earth doesn't move for everything practical. But yet they say they believe the world is spinning and curving. They have never, ever, ever made use of that theory, ever. Look at I no agree with you. There's, look at yeah. There's a there's a lot of problems. I, with I, it, don't, if you ask me. I, I don't want you guys to agree too much because then the show gets boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Look at like I said. You know, I I listened to, again. These people. What's happening to them? That they're they're putting them in, a, in a, a pigeonhole, making them look like they're crazy people, and they're not listening to them, and they should well, be it, listening to them. I think the idea is this, is that there are a whole bunch of people out there 
that create confusing, you know, discussions about lasers and so on. Well, I, I apart from me, I haven't heard anyone say, "Well, hang on." The whole problem with all of this is you're you should be trying to prove the curve because no one ever uses the curve. You're telling me it's curved, but when do you ever use it? That's the right. point I'm making. That is the basic flaw with all of this flat earth conspiracy as I see it. Right. No, I, I like I said, it's, a, it's another great topic. I, I think at the top, that's why I put information on my site so people can pass it around or give me their opinion. Um, I, I love to hear people's different views, and that's why I put the information on my site. You know, the, the crazier. Now, now the, the other thing, the other thing is, I'll I'll have to say to you, is that you'll notice that when people like uh, Obama and so on talk about the Earth, they always say it's round, because of course the people like the draw the UN flag. It is a round flag. The you know the it's called in the Bible the circle of the Earth. Right. It is round, but it's not a ball. They say it's and a you'll circle. notice, you'll notice these tricky lawyer types that run the place always say the Earth is round. They de they never call it a sphere, never. Big difference, yeah. Yeah, uh, hey, I agree. You, like you're up against tricky lawyer types all the time. No, I I understand what you're saying. You know. So, Jim, or, or the scribes and the Pharisees, I think the Bible calls them. Yeah, I don't think the discussion was about the earth shape of the earth. Yeah, well, you don't think which discussion, uh, Diane? This discussion or in the, the Bible? Bible? I don't think that. I don't think their concern was about the whether the, the earth was flat or or round. <laughs> I mean, when they were approaching Jesus and wanting to kill well, him. I don't think it was a topic for conversation. No, it wasn't. <laughs> well, the issue is because people. Now believe they're on a spinning ball. Then there can be aliens. Then there can be evolution. Then there can be all of these things. But without the spinning ball, then you suddenly find yourself in a snow globe, or as Dave J likes to say, an eye. But the reality is, once you end up away from the spinning ball in an infinite vacuum of space, which I might add is also physically impossible, then. What happens then? If suddenly people realize they've been lied to about the most fundamental thing about where they live, then all the other lies are going to start to fall apart, in my opinion. Yeah. You uh, know what? You know what I think is a real, again, I'm, I don't know. So I'm just presenting this, you know, space being a vacuum. And yet you, they, they claim that these spaceships are going from the earth. Remember, the earth, the earth is there, right? You got air on the earth. That's right. And then it's going up and up and up. And then all of a sudden, boom, it hits a vacuum. Right. Well, isn't a vacuum supposed to be in an enclosed area? Exactly. I mean, if it's a vacuum, that means it's completely enclosed. There's no air. It's a vacuum. Right. But all of yeah. a sudden, a, a, a ship can go up. It, in, you're going into a vacuum from below, which is open. In other words, yeah. I know they're going to answer and say, well, it's a gradient. It's a gradient. No. No, well, you're that completely doesn't, correct. That doesn't make sense. You are completely correct about that, Jim. Makes it no is, sense it, to me. Let, let's let's imagine the room you're in is the universe, and it's a total vacuum. And somewhere in the middle of that of that room, a point you can't even see called Earth, it's got an atmosphere around it, but everything yeah. else is a vacuum. That's not possible, Jim. 
I know. Well, that's my point. See, simple exactly. things like that. That is exactly your point. Yeah. yeah. It's right. impossible. See, this, this is why. You guys are I agreeing again. Well, no. I, well, no, Frank. That's terrible. Frank, What's going on? Where's the controversy? No, look at I like Frank. I like him now. He's a good guy. Right. <laughs> oh. No, but but the th but the thing is, see, there's certain there's certain <laughs> aspects of of things I hear from both sides, and I say, wait a minute, that's a good point. Then someone else will say, here's what I saw the other day, Frank. Maybe you can help me with this because I don't know who yeah. to answer it. You seem like you know about flat Earth more than I do. All right, the guy made a point that you're driving in a in a in a, 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 a truck, open truck yeah. in the back, and you're standing yeah. up in the truck. And you yeah. jump up, but when you come down, you come back right in the truck. But if the but if the Earth is spinning, wouldn't you wouldn't you the truck would be by you and you'd fall down on the ground? Not necessarily. Well, that's well, the it, that's it, the Coriolis, Coriolis effect you're you're talking it's about. It's all about if if the truck if you if the truck is turning a corner and you jump up in the air, you'll you'll end up outside the truck, mm -hmm. won't you? Yeah. And the Earth is not only supposed to be spinning like it's turning around a corner, but it's also spiraling behind the sun and then spiraling around some intergalactic axis and then spiraling around the central axis. And apparently, the, I don't know the numbers exactly, but they, they're, they're all They're all Masonic Kabbalistic. million miles they're, an hour. They're all Masonic Kabbalistic numbers. They have sixes yeah. and sixes and sixes, believe me. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And fine, you know, but the point I'm going to just keep repeating over and over again, Jim is that for all practical purposes, every single man and woman, living man and woman, assumes the earth is flat, but they don't even know it. You know, it's become so ingrained that they do this, but they are unable to acknowledge that they are doing it, and that's what I call the greatest level of... Um, Deception. What's it? Well, not just that, but it's a cognitive dissonance on a massive scale. Right, and I'm yeah. and I'm talking about myself now. I, you know, I'm nearly sixty five now. I didn't come to this realization until I was sixty, when I realized that as an engineer, all of the plans that I did, everything that I have done, assumed flatness and nothing moving. Yeah, on a huge scale. You, you know what? You know what did it for me? You're not going to believe this. Okay, this is so simple. I mean, again, I'm not saying I believe in flat Earth. I'm just saying there's. Well, a lot I, I'm, I, I agree with you. Do your best not to believe anything. It's not well, the right. But, but he, you know what did it for me? And you, this is so strange. I like to watch movies, okay, especially cinematic movies that like will show, um, like like in Australia. I love watching the movies about Australia because they will show the the link. The Australia. I you know I'm not from there, but I, I assume it's pretty flat down there, right? Frank is okay. from there. He can tell you. Okay, so it's pre it's pretty flat, and so they're showing me a scene, and you know you're 20 miles away, or maybe 30 miles away, and I'm looking yeah. at, at the, the way down down the road. It's showing the whole panorama, and it's flat. Yeah, and you're 30 miles away or 40 miles away. Yeah, I mean this, and I'm saying to myself, see, you're trying to convince me it's round, and I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm well, looking. They're trying to convince you it's a sphere. That's right. And it I'm is looking. Brown. I'm looking at this. I'm watching the movie, and I'm saying, "Look, wait a minute. It's all that's that's a complete flat level, and you got to be twenty or thirty miles away from there because you know how they they get the big cameras and they're showing the whole big picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's that's what really got me thinking about it. I said, 
Holy shit, look at it's all flat. Jim, There's no curb. There's supposed to be a curb somewhere. Hey Jim, go buy a P900 camera at which can zoom in tremendously and go go stand by a body of water. It will bring the boat that allegedly went over the curve of the earth back back into the picture when you zoom in. Yeah, I know. I've seen those too. So it gets rid of the curve with the with the uh, telephoto or the zoom lens. With the right. twinkling of an eye. So yeah. does that mean the light bends around the curve or that the the zoom it's, lens it's, is it's able to get rid match. of the curve? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, you know, that that's a good a good point. I don't know if you ever remember this point here, but I don't know if it was Marconi or one of these guys, um, that they were they were trying to send the the um the, you know, the beam out, you know, uh, the radio beam out and yeah. he was on the ground. All right. And he, and he, he couldn't, he couldn't get the beam out. And so he had to build a big, big, huge shaft to get the beam out. And they said he went up, you know, 30, 40, 50 feet, you know, but the reason why they said the beam didn't go out to the United States was because there was, it was a round, flat around earth. See, that's what they claimed. <laughs> they, it couldn't make the curve. Yeah. And so they had to go up higher. So, <laughs> and so he, he could he yeah. could get the, the the beam out of what you know from that. Well, just to bore you, Jim, the the longest uh, straight line connection using a microwave link is between the Isle of Sicily and Rome, and it's over three hundred kilometers of a straight line. And the no, only way yeah. the only way a microwave link can work is with a Straight, no, no curve. Jim, I think Jim's yeah, from I, Sicily, I, I, right, Jim? I, I, believe me, like I said, I have looked at all that, and that's what makes me say, uh, you know, there's some weird stuff going on here. How do you explain all this? I'm sure they have an explanation, though. Uh, I'm, I don't know. See, I, I never really got into it really deep to listen. I always want to hear both sides. Yeah. And so I like to hear what they say. Frank, do you know what they say, how they try to explain that? Like, everything's refraction. Jim? They say refraction, yeah. The light okay. is that light bending? Is yeah. that what refraction so what they're is? It's, it's refraction. But there is, in the end, all of this, as I said, in the end, in my opinion, the fact that everybody is unaware of their own assumptions about how they live their life is the problem. Yeah. Until people accept the fact that they assume for all practical purposes, that when they dig a drain, when they build anything, or if they're in a plane, they're assuming the earth is still as described in the Bible. Now, listen, um, I want to move on just before we close the show. We've been going about an hour and a half, and I respect everyone's time. I want to read the the essay that Simon Shack, who no one's ever heard of, talk about 9-11, talk about suppression. Anyway, he is going to explain who Judy Wood is, what her role in this operation is. And be sure, Jim, this is a military operation. All the characters that are put before you are put there on purpose. They don't come out of nowhere. They're all paid. They're all paid to do a role, and they're paid for life. So here's his second point that he was making in a big topic. He does a year-end summary on 9-11 every year. And this was from last year, I believe. I put the link on the top here. It says, why is it downright absurd to think that the towers were dustified and pulverized midair as shown in the various World Trade Center collapse videos and that the do or nuke weapons must have been used? 
For the same reason as above, and because do and nuke weapons are no more than scaremongering, make-believe propaganda contrivances used for mass control. The recently revived do fear porn, see the Maui events, was started years ago by a woman named Judy Wood, a popular 9-11 gatekeeper whose specific role is, was, to try and justify the bogus 9-11 imagery. What with the apparent mid-air dustification of the Twin Towers. Her key PSYOP assignment is to try and convince people that magic do weapons from space actually exist. And therefore, that the absurd, unphysical World Trade Center collapse videos may actually be legitimate or authentic. To be sure, if the towers truly turned into dust mid-air, this would then completely fail to explain why, as many as seven other buildings were mortally wounded by the Twin Tower debris and were eventually all brought down. So I think that's a pretty good statement that he made that Judy Wood is just there to support the fake collapse footage. And all the footage on 9-11 was fake that you saw. Nobody okay, saw. Okay, so how do you... Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I, I'll look into that more. But, okay. Um, how do you feel? Okay. Because obviously you brought in Lahania. Yeah. And how do you feel? What happened to those buildings there? I think it was just plain old fashioned torching. I think they did organize. It was an organized event. They probably evacuated the area, probably similar to what's going on in Gaza. And they torched a lot of the places because they want to redevelop that area. Just like I think they want to redevelop Gaza. I think you're just looking at just straight up torching with with blow torches or or large, yeah. See, I, I don't I don't agree with that. I don't. At all. Okay, I don't think there's any magical weapons, Jim. Well, I no. Well, no. But see, <laughs> here's the thing. Again, I, like I said, I'll, I I listen to anything. Okay. But to think, I know I know Phil and I talked about this a little bit. Yeah. He believes that they 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 went in with um, blow torches. Right. Uh, yep. You you got to understand what a blow torch type of situation is to do that from the military. They got big uh, tanks on their backs or whatever. Okay. And now now you remember you have a lot of buildings that were destroyed here. That would take a, a a lot of people running around that neighborhood with torches. Okay. With these torches, I mean I mean nobody saw anything. Everybody was gone and not to see. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm just saying, do you know how hard that would be to prove that they did this and that someone was out there with blowtorches doing this? Mm -hmm. See, to me, there's something more to this story because there's a lot of cars that were burnt everywhere else, not just there. So that must mean those people with those blowtorches, there was some truck bringing these people all around because you can't, you can't put a blowtorch uh, situation on your back, the mechanics of it, the tanks and all that. I agree. And but run around a neighborhood with those things on you and not get tired and not see have anybody not see you. To me, especially when there's cars being torched miles away or whatever. I mean, that would take a lot of people to be involved, especially with all the houses and all the things that got burned. I, I kind of look at that as, see, to me, honestly, that throws me back in the Judy Woods uh, 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 oh, I'm boat. sorry to hear that. But, Jim, I look at you it. Don't, you don't have to be sorry to hear it. But <laughs> well, I see, am because I, I, I was hoping you'd get out of there. Well, no, no. I no, want you, I you, want you out you of the Judy understand. Wood rabbit hole. You're, you're, you're presenting to me something that's just completely nutso. Probably. I mean, a guy, a, a person 
with tanks on the back. Well, you're like no, no, no. Army. You're coming up with that idea. I have no idea. I don't have to prove how they did it. All I know is that with the combination of the media and the military and FEMA, you know, the budget for FEMA, I think this year is $30 billion. That's a lot of money. What do they do with all that money? So if they get into an area, evacuate it, and then they could bring in their people from whatever direction and do the dirty deed, do whatever needs to be done, you're not going to be there to see it. The media, even if you did see it with your eyes, there is no way you're going to get your story out. Now, you have a channel on BitChute. I grant you, you might get your story out. But the average guy is not going to get their story out, and that's the whole point. So if you control the flow of information, if you control the scene, the situation, then there's so much you can do, and you don't need any magical space weapons. You just need well, total I'm, I'm control. Not, I, of the I, never, I never said there was a... Um, um space weapon here well that's what okay, judy says is, that's what well, judy well, says well I, I i don't know i don't I never, I never heard her say that i just think that there's something there's an anomaly here that mm -hmm. happened that could explain it but here i got a question for you she implies she said, things she doesn't say it she always implies it you're well, right I, I know but you are too See, no you're right no no you're right word, but she implies one, stuff look at there's one word you used here that kind of messed it all up space beams probably yeah yeah well, you that, don't use words yeah. like that. Those words you don't use. Now, I, I need to get you to answer me this. Okay. Because if the Lahania thing was according to what you say, which I don't really buy at all. Okay. Now, let's go to the fires that happened in California and all those neighborhoods that had the houses burned down exactly the same way several yeah. times in several neighborhoods, whatever, over time here. Same thing, blow torches, guys with blow torches. Maybe I don't know exactly what happened there, Jim. Because no, and didn't you don't study. think anybody's going to see them running through that neighborhood with a blowtorch? And and if they saw it, who would they talk to? Well, yeah. I know, I know, but see, yeah. see, your reasoning. I look at, I agree with your reasoning on there, but okay. you can always apply the reasoning to the other side. Mm -hmm. The other side also that it was done by something that is unexplainable, but nobody's talking. I mean, can you can you admit that? Uh, yeah, that, it could go that way. I just look okay, at. Okay, that's all but, I'm saying. I'm not. But, but what's most logical? No, no, logic has nothing to do with this. Logic has what has to do with this is this: How did those houses burn down? If a guy was running through the neighborhood with with the blowtorch tank or whatever, and nobody saw him, and do you know how much work that would have taken to do something like that? It's just incredible. And then look at the other side. Gee, there's some weaponry somewhere. I can't explain it. I have no idea. <laughs> but it I'll, did its job. I'll pick the side and, that they they went in. They they said there was a fire. You get everybody out of the area. Everyone needs to get out of their house now. Run, run, run. Seal off the area. Go in. Do your business. And then control the story. If five guys <laughs> saw it, if anyone saw it, well, you didn't. They could just say, you know, whatever you saw, no one's either going to believe you or... Or they could even just say it simply, whatever you saw, you didn't see that. Okay, but, but here's, here's, the, here's the faulty reasoning, I think, there, okay? All right. Let's say you're living in the woods, because all these people in California were living in, in kind of woodsy areas, right? And their houses are kind of fire apart. Your house is burning down. Or, I mean, the fire is coming towards you. Remember, the fire is coming towards you now, all right? And so now you get all together, get all the stuff you need, because you know it's going to burn down the house. The fire is going to burn down the house, right? It's it's not going to be any 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 uh, you know I mean if you're seeing the fire right in the backyard you know that's going to burn down the house it's not going to be any there's no nobody in their right mind 
is going to go through that neighborhood with a blowtorch when that fire is five feet away from him. Okay. Not going to happen. Those guys are not going to be near that area. They, they wouldn't even let them in that area. <clears throat> you see what I'm saying? So that's why I don't buy that blowtorch, the blowtorch thing. Because, okay. <clears throat> see, you, if, if it was your house, you would be staying with that house until that fire was burning your house and you'd still be there probably with a hose trying to hose it down. I don't think not not me. I, I must be from a different area. If my well, house I'm is on saying, fire, I'm running know. I'm running out you're the gonna door. You you got to protect that house. Are you kidding? I got an insurance policy. I I, I could use a new no, no, kitchen. No, I know, but but still yeah. you're going to If, if you're my place is on fire, I'm not waiting around. <laughs> and you know what? If I have a dog, I'm not even running back for that dog. You can buy another dog. You can't buy another life, but Anyway, well, I, 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 again, see, here, here's the deal. A lot of those people didn't have insurance. They didn't. Okay, okay? I, I have no, no idea, Jim. How could anyone? Okay, know no, that? they didn't. I heard people saying we lost everything. They had no insurance. Okay, you're but, gonna do that. You're gonna you're gonna be with that house until it's the last minute that you could try to stop that fire, <laughs> and you'll even stay in that house to try to stop that fire. Okay, because if that house is worth five hundred thousand dollars, not me. There, well, that's fine. You got I'm insurance. Running, I'm heading for the hills. Yeah, because you got insurance. Okay, so to think that you can compare, Jim, how many people do you think have a half million dollar house that don't have insurance? Because if you have a mortgage, you have to have insurance. Well, I've heard I've heard people talk about their houses being burnt down. They didn't have insurance. Okay, well, I've heard people talk about space beams, and I've heard people talk about planes flying into towers. Jim, come on, let's be sensible. If you have a mortgage, you cannot. You have to have insurance. They didn't have a mortgage, obviously. Okay, well then, if they had a <laughs> loan know? against the house, then they probably had to have hey, insurance. Look, at, I, I have a car. I don't have full collision on my car. Okay. Because the car's not worth it. I agree. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I agree. It's probably. It's not worth it. Right? I, I understand so, that. So I, I, I think. I think the, the getting back to Lahaina and guys going around the neighborhood with, with blowtorches. To me, that's a little kind of crazy. But uh, it's far fetched to me. It wasn't that's my the, blowtorches. Really, wasn't my idea. I don't know how they did it. I just. <laughs> I just know that there aren't any magical weapons out there. The only weapons they got is the media, they got the military, and they got FEMA that can do all kinds of stuff to change a, to change the scene. So, and well, I don't, I, I do agree with that too. See, this is the point. See, there's all sorts of scenarios that we can come up. with. Can we end the show? Uh, do you want to end the show agreeing or disagreeing? Because I can, we can start talking about Mark Loazo again if you want. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I, I just don't agree with the blowtorch thing in La Hania. That's I think right. there's something more to that situation. I okay. can't explain it, but it is, there was definitely no guys going around the neighborhood burning these houses down. But would, because, would it be fair to say that we it's it we do agree that there was an agenda? Yeah. Uh, oh, no doubt about that. Uh, so it, it wasn't as presented. It was agenda driven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. However, they did it. They, they did a hell of a good job. Okay. Whether, whether it was uh, some energy weapon or whatever, or was it some guy lighting all the houses on fire? Which I kind of doubt. There's just too many fires to light to do that. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you know. Yeah, but there yeah, definitely is. Yeah. Look at this whole thing was set up just like 9/11 was set up for a reason. Jim, every That's, everything in our lives is set up. I think we get. Do we agree on that? Every no. single thing. If it, there'll be something next week that's been set up, can you imagine looking at their calendar of events for the next year, the things they've got set up? Because they have billions of dollars to do all this. And that's that's we aren't, the only relief we got was when the writers went on strike, as you pointed out, Tim. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, when the writers went on strike, there was a bit of a lull in all these events. It seems like they use the same people to write these scripts. It seems like. And there was some stuff, but it, it really did back off. But I would guess in 2024, we're going to get so many events. And they're all going to have the same sort of look and feel to them. And uh, we'll be there and ready to uh, decode them. Well, Jim, I think we had a pretty good call tonight. Pretty good, pretty lively yeah. discussion. And this is what you like, and this is what it's all about. Just it's tell everyone what I like too, Jim. I, so I really appreciate you coming. Oh on. no, Frank, Frank, I know I was kind of like a little hot no, on no, you a little bit. It was great. It was great. No, but the, the, look at I'm Italian, right? When we get together, an Italian, you know, get all together, family. This is how we used to do things. Wait, you told? <laughs> I think you said in one of your videos you're only half Italian. No, I, I'm. Look at. I'm full-blooded Italian. If you cut my veins, olive oil comes out. Oh, okay. I thought you see you're Irish or something in the other half. Okay, oh that's gosh. okay. That's cool. That's good. Well, where where do, where can people find your work, Jim? And um, well, you how just many... got to go on my my Bitchu channel. Just do a search for my name, Spell Jim Rizzoli, R I Z O L I. Of course, this guy Sim Sim Jim here call me Ravioli. Thank you very much. I never heard that before. <laughs> uh, I bet know. not, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got you can go to my picture channel. I've, I've got over forty, probably around forty two hundred videos on my channel. I don't think anybody, yeah. a single person like myself, I've been on there for six years, for over four thousand forty one, forty two hundred videos on my picture channel, dealing with every topic you pretty much can deal with. And how many of them are yours that you actually I, I'd don't? Say, I'd say directly made by me with me in them. I'd say there's probably uh, four or five hundred. And you do a show every single day where you walk oh, around? Not, now I am. I never, this, look at this walk and talk is something we just started with. Oh, is it? Last, you know, to, since, you know, maybe three or four months ago, whatever the hell it is. So that's every day. But um, you know, I you know, we we have the hoax busters show we have on Saturday night live stream. Yeah. I put up I put up a hundred videos, probably let me see thirty. Oh, easy a hundred videos a month. Yeah. You're Amazing. one. You're a one man um, production studio. It's a, it is. Well, a, I, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the output is a, the output's pretty awesome. You're pretty committed. Yeah, you're, you seem like a good guy. You seem like you're uh, easy, easy going. Unless we get you riled up a little bit. Well, no, I'm I'm easy going, and like I said, I'm very open. Listen, I will. I'm gonna read that about Judy Wood. I'll I'll look at, about more about her. Uh, sure, I. When you tell me to go look at something, I do the best I can to get to it if I can. So, I mean, if you can prove me wrong, uh, I will gladly admit I'm wrong. Believe me, in my walk and talk, I will say. Look, at you showed me something that I'm wrong. But see, right now, it's more or less, you have some good points. Yeah. I have good points. Frank has good points. We all got good points. But we really I, can't nail anything down. I think I think what you, all of us need to understand is these conversations are for the listeners, okay? So <laughs> a lot of people are coming from a different place altogether. And I, you know, if I just think about my history of listening to this kind of audio, it's really the to and fro that's the most important thing. Right. In oh, my no, I, I agree. I mean, you know, Frank, uh, I, I do, bit, I do video, uh, Bible stuff that I put up on my site too. A lot of yep. people just glass eye over it, okay? Yep. But I get my point out every now and then. I don't do it a lot because, look at my Holocaust topic is crazy topic, okay? 
And a lot of people probably might not like that. But you want to get into a topic people are going to hate, get in the Bible. <laughs> they got, they're going to, you're not going to have much of a channel except a certain well, couple I, people that will watch it. But really, channel. that's, but you know, it's each of us has got our, well, if you, I think all of us think that each of us has our role. You know, God gives us a job. Right. Do your job. Yeah. That's right. I agree. And as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's dad said, be useful. I like that too. Yeah. Be useful. All right, yeah. Jim and Diane, thanks a lot for coming on. I appreciate it. It was a good talk. I'm sure you'll come back again soon. Maybe we'll have fake nukes fill on as well and mix it up even more. And uh, yeah. love, love the do whatever you got, whatever you want to talk about. Be happy to talk with you. And hopefully you can plug uh, the fakeologist show and uh, September yeah, clues. I'll get, I'll get it up on my site tomorrow uh, if you get get me the link to it. I will. Today's FakeOtube episode bombed out again, but I'll have to uh, take it off of. Uh, my other recording so we'll get that to you and hopefully you can look into simon shack who's way more excluded than judy wood could have dreamed of being well, on, on 9 11 all right jim all right. and diane thanks for joining eh? okay. take care all the best bye yeah. jim all right. bye jim thank you very much for another bye, uh, opportunity all right take yeah. care guys and frank the salt guy thanks for coming on what's your site um how to take care of your penis.wordpress.com all right. You'll be watching the BBC documentary with Mark Loiseau. Again. Yep. And sure. uh, I might watch it just to clip the uh, Mark Loiseau. That's a hard name to say. Uh, I'll, I'll try and clip that out and, and post and you're it. you're a Frenchman. Well, I'm near so Quebec. Six, I'm six hours away from Quebec, but I don't feel very French. And I don't even like French toast. Can we make any more <laughs> French jokes? And Frank, I think this is the last show of the year again. We already said Happy New Year to you last week, but you insisted we do a broadcast. I did not insist. I, I was. <laughs> you just said, are we going to be doing a show? And I said, well, why not? We got... I, f I figured you might like Jim. He's, 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 yeah, he's, he's, he gets pretty excited, huh? It was great. He's extremely passionate. You were, um, very patient with him and I, I I had to diffuse it a bit. I thought he might have bailed on the call. I don't think he's the bailing yeah, type. No, I, thought, I thought that too. I, I, I got the happen. feeling that he was about to back out, but um, yeah. uh, we saved you it. You're a, you're a diplomat. No question. Well, I I, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go. I didn't know. I Who knew that that was going to become a 20-minute conversation sticking point? Because it wasn't even the point of anything. But I think you guys got reconciled over the flat earth i think all of a sudden you made an instant friend there so <laughs> and then you got the vibe i i think it worked pretty well yeah, it was uh, look we'll, we'll we'll soon get the feedback that, that it deserves no doubt yeah we will and sorry about fake i don't know what happened again we're gonna have to tune fake back up and do some test runs because it bombed out again tonight but we got we got the video we'll upload it and we'll be back on the weekend to do the audio chat the last two days of the year. So if anyone wants to join in on the audio chat, fake11.com forward slash audio or fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. And don't forget, this is value for value. If you like the show, send us anything you think the show's worth, $1, $2, $100. Um, if it's the No Agenda show, which I think the intelligence agency pays through all kinds of funny names they just got four thousand dollars 
I think the guy's donated a hundred grand in the last two years, so I guess if you talk about mainstream stuff, you can make money at this, but thanks to everyone who donates on a monthly basis, on a sporadic basis. We really appreciate it. And, and Frank, remember, the more you pay, the more it's worth. Exactly. And Frank, it was a good year, and we'll be back on the regular next year in 2024. And maybe you'll even show up on the audio chat. Maybe even Esoteric Rick will be back. Yeah. All right. All the best. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again next time. Au revoir. That is correct. Arrivederci, Jim. Arrivederci to Jim. Same thing. Okay, Frank. All the best. Take care.